What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent, and this is the Home Video Hustle, where we hustle motherfucking hustle. So you may be wondering, like, hey, I thought you were done with the Rocky movies. Well, technically, I mean, well, technically, I am done with Rocky. I still got Creed to go. But I was like, no, there's another little stop on the way I got to make. There's a movie out there called Ricky One. That's a parody of the Rocky movies. I had almost forgotten about it, but like the rest of the fucking world anyway, because this came out, it got shot on the DVD. I read that it actually got shot. I read, I think I said that this was made in 1983, but then got shelved until like 86 or 88. Or, it's so many different dates on this. Cause I heard it got filmed in 83. When I looked it up online, it said 1986, but then I read online that it got shelved until 1988. So I don't know when the fuck <laughs> this actually came out on tape. I'm just going to say 1986 because that's what IMDb and whatever said. I don't really care that much. You want to know what this got on IMDb? It got a 1.4 out of 10. And it's not even listed on Rotten Tomatoes. So I couldn't even begin to tell you. Because like I said, I think it was straight to video, so there would be no critic reviews. The only reason I even know this movie is because of the angry video game nerd. There was way, it's, this is going way back to my good old early YouTube days when I was still in high school. Was I in high school? No. No, I might have been in uh, broadcasting college when I got hip to Angry Video Game. I can't remember if I was like, it was either broadcasting college or it was very late high school, like senior year, like second half of senior year when I finally got hip to the uh, Angry Video Game Nerd. Because I think the first episode of his show I ever saw was the Metal Gear episode. And I'm a huge Metal Gear fan. And I remember just typing in Metal Gear on YouTube and I saw that video pop up, which I think was new at the time. And I watched it and I love that shit. And I became a big fan of Angry Video Game Nerd. Kind of slipped off in recent years. He still puts out stuff, but there was a little period there that it wasn't it just wasn't the same, you know, because he took a big break off to film the movie. And I even backed the movie. It wasn't like a Kickstarter. It was an Indiegogo picture. And I watched it and I was very underwhelmed i hate to say that because i did contribute to it but it was like it was it was all right i remember i never watched it again and i never owned the blu-ray so i guess that says something about being a mega fan that contributed to the movie and then didn't even watch it again or buy it there was, uh, there was a big period while he was doing that and then he came back and then he got with i think screen wave and some of those guys there just it was cool when it was just the nerd his homies and they just did the thing then he tried to add all these other people in there and then it, yeah, it just wasn't the same. Which I mean, I think it happens with everything. I think at some point, you, that's usually they always say the TV show curses when they introduce like a, a I don't know, like a what, what do you call that, like a character swap or like an actor swap, like they change out the actor or something else, or they add a kid to it. That's usually they said when shows go downhill. And that's kind of what happened to your boy. He started just adding too much, and he lost the original people. It wasn't like he gained people on top of the other people. It's like no, we gained them and lost them, so it was even worse then. But I, all that to say, that's angry video game nerds. He reviewed this movie. Because he was beefing with the Nostalgia Critic at that time. So Nostalgia Critic did a game. He did the Baby's Kids video game. And then the nerd did a movie. And he talked about Ricky 1. Which probably is the only reason why anybody out there even knows what this is. If you're listening to this and even know what it is. I might even be exposing some people to this now for the first time. If you're not an angry video game nerd fan. People are like, what the fuck is Ricky 1? 
it's a parody pretty much. And I think on the VHS conversation, you know, in the vein of movies like Airplane, which is n- not a good comparison because this is nowhere near Airplane. I like Airplane. I've only seen it once, but I remember laughing at it when I was a kid. I remember because it, it's been that long. I was actually, funny enough, I was at my aunt's house, Chris's mom, and uh, they were watching it over there because she was dating a guy at the time that was a fan of the movie. And me, we were all sitting there watching. We were all kids. And, you know, of course, the adult jokes play for the adults, but then the goofy, you know, slapsticky type stuff that plays for the kids. And that's what I remember laughing at. I haven't seen Airplane since I've been an adult, though. So I might have to go back and, you know, get that another shot and check it out. Even the sequels, even though I know the sequel I've heard is terrible, but I might give it a shot. Because I used to grow, I grew up loving parody movies. Like, I fucking loved the Naked Gun movies growing up. And, of course, like, all the... Wayne's Brothers stuff. Like, I always look at that, like, when it comes to parody movies, those are always, like, what I saw at, like, the top tier was, like, the Zucker stuff and the Wayne's Brothers. Yeah, because those were the two things I looked at the most. And then I know there's a whole era with, um, I can't remember the, I can't remember their names now, but, like, the dudes that did, like, date movie, epic movie, and disaster movie, superhero movie, like, whoever those guys were, I know, from what I understand, they pretty much put the bullet in that genre for the most part and just killed it for the most But, you know, if I would go ahead and admit this in this very unpopular opinion, I'm sure. But I also haven't seen these movies since I was a kid. But I really liked date movie and superhero movie to the point where I actually own superhero movie. I bought that one. So I do own that one upstairs. And my mom and them had date movie growing up. So as kids, we would laugh at that. But again, date movie probably came out like 2005. So I was probably like 13, 14 years old, probably the prime age for that type of shit. Haven't seen this since I've been in my 30s and saying with superhero movies. So maybe I have to go back to those and see if they still make me laugh. Cause like I said, I technically own one of them. But for the most part, I'm not a big fan of modern comedies. I don't know what the hell it is about them. I just can't get into them. Like I, the only ones I can think of that are quote unquote modern day. Cause now some of them are even old now, but the only ones I can think of that I really got into and liked were the two jump street movies, which I really like. And of course, that has Ice Cube in it. Ice Cube is my favorite part of both movies. So <laughs> that was probably like a cheat code for those movies. But no, they're funny without Cube, though. I'll give it that. I'm not going to front. I like those movies. And then I like Get Them to the Greek. So I remember getting taken to Get Them to the Greek. My boy Jeff wanted to go see it. And I was like, oh, man, it's probably going to be whack, man. I don't know. It don't look funny. Man, I was in there dying. And again, with that movie, Puffy or P. Diddy, whatever, was the best part of that movie. So I guess the secret formula is to throw some rapper of some sort in your movie in a main character type, not main character, but like a side character type thing. And then I usually gives it that little extra oomph that it needs. And then I also, again, because of the homie Jeff, had me go see a movie called Project X. Not the fucking Matthew Broderick thing, the one from 2012. That's a big party movie. Again, I didn't think I'd had no interest in that. I really, I own them. All these movies, I'm dying to bought all of them. So that tells you something. I liked all of them so much. I bought them. I loved Project X. Now that one I have rewatched in recent years. I think as early as like maybe two or three years ago. Still liked it, but I didn't love it as much as I did back in the day. But I still really enjoyed it. But other than those movies, I can't think of no more. That's it. Like I watched Pineapple Express. I own Pineapple Express and I thought it was fine. It was cool. You know, I've never watched Super Bad, but you know, I know everybody tells me that about that one. You know, oh, it's just I don't know. I just haven't been able to get into a lot of them, and I've seen other ones too that I just can't remember the name of right now. But I say all that to say I like comedies, but I like I prefer the old school stuff. So you would think I like this, right? You'd be wrong, and I'm not even going to worry about spoiling that because it's Ricky One. All right, so let's just go ahead and get it popping because I don't think it's going to take very long. <laughs> Ricky One, like I said, is basically a parody of. Rocky one. <laughs> and it's also, I think it has two titles. Like I don't I know the little theme song in the movie is called, what was it? 
hard to win because when the movie first comes on and it has like the little side scrolling title, like the where it says, you know, it comes in Rocky comes through. This one says heart to win goes across the screen and there's a fight going on. It's supposed to be like when Rocky was fighting Spider Rico in the beginning of the first movie. And, and you, you can already tell what type of movie you're going to be in for because the fight pretty much is Ricky is fighting a gay boxer because the trainer is like wearing like the the drag type makeup and stuff. And the dude is sitting there. I forget the lines, but it's something to the effect of like, he's like, oh, you know, he's so cute. Or, you know, he's saying stuff like that. So it's just like, oh, shit. So immediate, you know, gay jokes right off the bat. Because Ricky starts, you know, punching dude and the guy likes it. He's like, oh, oh, every time he gets punched and then he like goes in for a clinch. But he doesn't. Well, you know, people always say, oh, you know, quit hugging because, you know, you grab another dude. But no, there's a like a legit hug to do like wraps her arms all around Ricky and is like trying to get a hug on and all that. And then Rock, oh, Rocky, fuck me, could not quit saying Rocky. Stallone come whoop my ass. But <laughs> Ricky goes back to his corner. And I'm guessing since, you know, Stallone and the Rocky movies was always trying to be positive about everything. He was always, you know, happy, not happy maybe, but he was just always, always had a positive outlook on shit. You know, everybody, somebody, you want to do something? Absolutely. You know, that was pretty much Rocky's catchphrase. Absolutely. Ricky's catchphrase is, hey, don't be negative. Because he's going to say, don't be negative, probably about a hundred times in this fucking movie. It's like every other, especially in the beginning. I swear, I I kept hearing him say that. Like, hey, don't be negative. You know, he kept saying that shit. I will, okay, I'm going to admit, like I said, I'm not going to front. I'm going to be real about the shit. This is not a great comedy movie, but it did have bits here and like just random bits that made me laugh and one of the ones that made me laugh was there's the person because the audience is like super bored because like i said they're the whole joke on top of it is that they're not really punching each other because the the guy the commentator is talking about oh you know well he's lying actually there's no his going on in the ring but he's lying about it he's got like a, a mitt and he's going like oh with the right oh with the left oh with the right and he's like making the sound effects, and then he has a record spinning when he puts the needle on there. It's like the crowd noise, so he's pumping it up for the radio. But in person, everybody's bored out their minds because they basically just dancing around the ring. They legit dance at one point around the ring, even. So the crowd is bored, and somebody's like, "Hey, cold drinks, get your cold drinks." And somebody's like, "Hey, I like a cold drink." And then dude just splashes the fucking water in his face, and then just kind of looks at him. It's like a it's like a beat where they just like look in each other's eyes. <laughs> I admit, I admit that made me laugh. I can't front. Just him splashing the water in dude's face like that. But yeah, like I said, oh, and I just remembered the guy's name is Rooster that he's fighting too. So yeah, that's good. But Ricky ends up winning, I think. I forget. How the fuck did he end up winning? It was some... No, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. He lost. I'm sorry. I had it fucked up. He lost the fight because he actually got homie down. But then he hit him on the way down, I think. And so the ref was like, oh, DQ, you know, hit after the fact or hit after knockdown or whatever. And so Ricky actually lost, even though he would have won by knockout. But I guess since he hit one too many times, they fucked him over and told him that he lost. And then that's what this is where I got confused because then the fight is over. And then, you know, the music theme music starts and it says Ricky won. So I was like, wait, I thought the fucking title was hard to win. What the hell is this? So I was on one. And if it had that original title, but then maybe when it got re-released, because like I said, it got shelved for years. Maybe when they re-released it, they was like, hey, look, this movie sucks. We got to figure out some way to trick people into watching it. Heart to win sounds too generic. Let's call it Ricky one and put the dude on the front looking beat up and shit with boxing gloves. So it looked like Stallone. I'm thinking that's what happened here. I'm thinking that heart to win was the original title. 
but not Ricky one was the release title. And because even the theme song is called Hard to Win. Because they got a fake like Eye of the Tiger t- sounding thing. This sound like Casio keyboards out here. Like we hit the demo button and that's your background music. And then they did like a little corny pop song for this one called Heart to Win. So they're trying to do something. It just ain't coming quite together yet. And uh, in the ro- original Rocky movie, you know, they had the scene where, uh, what was her name? Marie was hanging out with the little hoodlums and he walked her home and everything. He was talking to the, to the little thug dudes. and was like, yo, man, y'all need to find something to do. He does that here. But then he actually ends up getting ran off. They punked the shit out of him instead of, you know, him being a responsible adult like in the original movie. And you get introduced to Adrian. Like, you don't get the whole, you know, falling in love, taking subplot, whatever out. This time they're already together. And I guess in this story, they met because Rocky was a, a stripper or, you know, a gigolo or something. He's like doing a strip tease with a horse mask on. And Adrian is in the audience and she getting turned on by Ricky. And so I guess she invites him back to her house or his house. They're at somebody's house. I think it's her house because his looks like shit. So they're back at her house and she's like, oh, because in this, like in in the original Rocky movies, Adrian was just supposed to be really shy. And I don't think they played up like how if she's like a big nerd or nothing, but she's just real shy. In this movie, they just basically make her a huge nerd. And she's like, oh, I thank you for helping me with my experiments. Because I guess she has like a big computer. I forget what the exact experiment was supposed to be, but it's something about being like some about sex and all that. It was a sex experiment. Like I said, I was kind of going in and out of this movie because I was just bored by a lot of it. But it's some kind of sex experiment she got going on. So when her and Ricky fuck, she starts going like, oh, God, oh, God, and all that. And the computer like just like sparks and short circuits and explodes and everything. That's the joke there. So he fucked the shit out of her and they fell in love. That's pretty much the backstory for Ricky. And oh, I'm sorry. Her name is Angela. But right after that, your boy Ricky gets a letter from her saying, hey, basically, I don't want to stop you from your dreams and I don't want to hold you down. So I think it's best that. No, she actually says, I think it's best for me. You and the baby that I step away and let you do your thing. And it's one of those things where he's kind of posed like the baby. But the whole joke with this is that I guess she's really bad at typing. Because she says, oh, I'm really bad at handwriting. So I'm going to type this to you. But she apparently she's bad at typing. So they go back and forth because there's like, for example, at the end of it, she's like trying to say I love you. But she was like, I love you. And then it cuts back to him because she put L-O-B and he's like, I love you. She's like, I I rob you. I rob you. He's like, no, I love it. Oh, I love you. That's that's what's going back and forth. Which, again, like maybe like a little smirk or something, but not a real laugh. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. But then, big deviation from the original movie here, because Adrian does not work at the pet shop. She works at a fucking crisis center. And the first call that they show her get is that she answers the phone, and there's a guy in a fucking phone booth, and he's like, Angela. I'm going to rob you. And he's like, no. She's like, you're going to rob me? He's like, no. I'm going to rob you. S-E-X. I'm like, oh. Because at first, I didn't get what he was saying either. I thought he said rob too. And he said S-E-X. I'm like, oh, he said I'm going to rape you? Holy. I'm like, god damn, bro. <laughs> so, yeah. There's a fucking rapist running around harassing Angela in the background of the movie. He comes back. That's not a throwaway joke. We'll talk about it later. But the, the rapist does come back. And that's pretty much, he says it just like that. He's like, Angela, rap you. Like, like R-A-P-H is what I wrote in my notes. This is what it sounded like he said. And she kind of ignores it and just goes about her fucking day, honestly. because Oh, because she gets a call. There's somebody that's supposed to be jumping from a roof. And she's like, oh, my God, I'll be right there. And she runs over there. But the joke ends up being that there's a film crew at the bottom. 
and he's not actually about to jump off the roof. He's about to jump onto a pad and do a stunt because she actually grabs him and they fall off together. And the director is like, God damn it. That's a joke, folks. Um, there's a lot of little weird shit that doesn't go anywhere. I guess I can just kind of breeze by. But Rock or Ricky goes to the bar and there's a guy named Lucky. And the joke is that he's very unlucky because he's all wrapped up. He looks like the fucking Invisible Man or something or the mummy, whichever one you prefer. And uh, in the earlier scene, he was there in the crisis center with Angela. And she's like, oh, here's some, uh, what the fuck is it called? Uh, chicken noodle soup. Be careful, it's hot. And, of course, ends up getting spilled on him. And um, he's like, oh, I just lost my wife. He's like, hey, Lucky, how you doing? He's like, oh, you know, I lost my wife. I took my kids. I lost my job. No, that type of shit. But they go to the bar. And they're, you get first introduced to the champ on TV. They're watching the champ. And I did get a pop from the champ because I know this actor. It's a black guy. He's lit. In this movie, he's listed as a different name. I can't remember what it said, but he's I know him as Hawthorne James from the Five Heartbeats. If you're familiar with Five Heartbeats, he was Big Red. And so when I saw him here, I was like, oh, shit, there's actually somebody I recognize in this movie. And it's like I said, it's 1983, so this is my man's really trying to get his probably foot in the door. Just like, hey, I'll take that. I'm an actor. Let me act. So it was nice to at least have one person that I did recognize in this movie. And he's playing a champ. And, you know, just like in the Rocky, he's... On TV talking and the bartender is talking shit and Rocky's like, hey, don't be negative. You know, and then he leaves the bar. You go to the gym. The gym in this movie is ran by a mobster named Vinny. You know, and there is a Mickey replacement. I never even got his name. But he doesn't really factor big into the movie. But again, this is another one of those sensible chuckles, as Joey would put it. Because the whole scene is pretty much just Rocky. Because he decides to quit fighting. To make Adrian happy and to have his family and everything. So he's going around to everybody and he's like, I just want to let you know I'm quitting boxing, man. I'm going to miss you. And they're like, okay. And then he goes over to somebody else and he's like, hey, man, I just want to let you know I'm uh, I'm quitting fighting, so I'm going to miss you. And they're all just looking at him like, we don't care. And that goes on. He does this multiple times. And then as he's getting ready to leave, he's like, hey, hey, guys, run one second, you guys. He's like, I just want to let you know. I'm quitting fighting and I'm going to miss all y'all. And he turns around to walk away and they all throw their gloves and shit at him. I'll admit that again. That's twice now. It kind of made me laugh because that was kind of funny. I can't lie. But instead of getting a job at the meatpacking plant or whatever, he gets a fish market job. So he's over there cutting the heads off of fish. Um, the champ was actually being uh, managed by Vinny, the mobster that owns the gym. But he ends up dropping Vinny because he's like, fuck you. Basically, I don't need you no more. And Ricky decides, hey, look, the fish job ain't quite cutting it. I want to give Angela more money. I want to make sure the kid is supported. So he goes to Vinny. He's like, hey, man, look, I don't want to do it, but I got to go get some money. And Vinny's like, hey, yeah, you can work for me. But it's not going to be, you know, collecting taxes or whatever, or collecting money from people. Like in the original movie, he's going back to his gigolo job. So he out there just slanging dick basically for, I think, 50 bucks is what girl she, because there's a scene where he's about to have sex with a girl. And she's like. He better be worth this 50 bucks or something like that. So he ain't making a lot of bread, bro. Cheap prices. And then there's a whole cutaway gag. Like I said, there, for this to be a, a Rocky parody, there's not a lot of like Rocky callbacks because there's like the runtime is padded with random ass jokes. And this is one of them for sure. Because over at the crisis center with um, Angela, she, I guess, has somebody come in and, you know, oh, we're going to teach you. It's a lecture about protecting your home from robbery or something. And the guy comes in, you can tell he's like supposed to be some old like army dude or something. He's like, oh, okay, we got these floor mats or welcome mats. You put them outside your door, and the minute somebody steps on them, they blow up. And he's like, oh, and I got these, I think he said window curtains or something. He's like, if they get pulled, they explode. And he's like, any, do I got any volunteers? And everybody, of course, runs the fuck out of there because they're like, hell no, I'm not stepping on that mat. 
And he's like, oh, you a bunch of bitches. He's like, I'll demonstrate and show you how it works. And then he jumps on the mat and then explodes. And then that scene ends. Like, that was it. And I just remember watching, like, what is this, man? <laughs> like, what is And it just had to do with Rocky. But because the champ, and that's legit, I think they just call him the champ. I don't know if he even has a fucking name, but the champ gets shut out of all the fights pretty much because Vinny's like, yo, look, if you ain't fighting for me, you ain't fighting for nobody. So I guess him and his homies, they watching TV and they see something about a guy named the Bolivian Bomber. And they're like, well, shit, get him because, you know, he ain't under Vinny's control. He ain't even from around here. So bring him here and we're going to have that fight. And then, of course, Vinny and them ain't happy about that. And they're trying to figure out a way to, you know, stop the fight. And you get a call from the Godfather, pretty much. And I'm talking about the Corleone Godfather, like Marlon Brando calls, pretty much. Not Marlon Brando, though. Fake Marlon Brando. And I was bugged out because I'm like, now we're getting Godfather parodies in this shit. Like, how many fucking movies? Like, this is really reminding me of those later day parody movies I'm talking about, where it's just like, supposed to be one thing, but it's just like, we've been bringing anything we want to. And the joke here is that the Godfather has to have subtitles because he's talking, he just sounds like, 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 cause you know the thing with Marlon Brando having a cotton in his mouth and talking real breathy and shit. So the joke here is that he's not even saying words. He's, and there's subtitles on the bottom. But it basically says like, hey, you need to stop that fight from happening. And then it starts here and it definitely happens again later. But for some reason, there is a lot of Asian racism in this movie. Like, I don't know why. I, Cause they get rid of the Bolivian bomber by fucking bombing him. They blow him up in a bathroom, I think. And the Godfather dude wasn't happy about that, so he calls Vinny back and is like, basically, "Yo, that was fucked up. Why did you blow that motherfucker? That ain't what we were talking about. Like, there was other ways you could have handled that. Basically, is what he's saying. And dude was like, "Well, whatever. Now you got to handle this. Since you blew that motherfucker up, you need to find somebody else that can fight um, the champ, so then we can make some money." And he, that's when your boy Vinny gets the idea of getting Ricky to do it. But before that, though. Because the phone rings, and I get, I'm guessing Vinny just got done fucking somebody because he's, like, putting his pants on. The phone rings, and he picks it up, and it's, like, somebody doing, like, probably the most racist, stereotypical, like, fake Asian, you know, a, uh, dialects or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And it's just, I was just like, fuck, man, what are y'all doing? <laughs> like, why? Like, there was none of this in the original Rocky movies. Like, the, hell, the original Rocky movies was being racist toward black folks. So, like, where the hell the Asians come from, bro? <laughs> Why are y'all fucking with them? It would have made more sense to me if they were trying to be racist toward us. Because I'm like, the first movie did that shit when they was calling us Jigs and all, and Paulie was being racist and shit. There is no Paulie either, actually. I just thought about in this movie. So maybe they said fuck Paulie too, just like I did. But yeah, it just bugged me. I'm like, why are there so many jokes against Asian homies? I don't get it. But I guess maybe those were just, this movie's nothing but cheap shots, and I guess that's a cheap shot that they wanted to throw out there for a laugh, but it didn't make me laugh. So <laughs> there you go. And then, uh, yeah, oh yeah, because there's another time. Where there's like Ricky, because Ricky, of course, is like, I don't want to do it. But then the trainer ends up like talking him into it or they talk him into it. No, 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 no. They talk him into it. Or they, persu- I shouldn't even say they talk him into it. They persuade him to do it because they're going to try and kill Adrian. Um, uh, Angela. But there's a part where Ricky is in the crib talking and there's some broadcaster dude. I don't know, some old Fox News sounding shit or something. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. But, man, he just started dropping mass slurs against Asian cats. And I'm like, that's when I was really like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is all this here like this? Why does it keep happening? Again, so the racist bullshit is happening. And then there's that moment where, like I said, they try to talk Rocky into doing it. And he say no. And then the trainer, the fake Mickey, comes up and is trying to talk to him. And I was so confused again at this part because I'm like, they're talking. Him and Rocky are, or Ricky are talking in an alley. And two little girls show up, probably about eight years old, maybe, if that. 
and they start sing-songing something. Man, where the fuck is my phone at? Because I want y'all to hear this shit before I even try and explain it. Because I didn't know what the hell was going on. And I was very confused. Because if you didn't know, Ricky One is on YouTube. That's how I watched it. I was like, I am not paying for this shit. If it's on YouTube, I'll do it. Or if it's streaming, I'll do it. I'm not paying for this shit. Oh, I just realized as I was as I was skipping through the movie, I just saw I missed something here. I actually skipped the line because I did, I have to bring it up since I told y'all it comes back. But they want to get Ricky to do that fight by getting rid of Age or uh, Angela because they're like, oh, well, as long as Angela's around, he ain't gonna do it. But if she ain't around, then maybe he'll do it. So we'll go get rid of her. And so they plan a car bomb, and just as Angela's about to go get, because well, I should say, you see somebody's in that car. I mean, I don't know if they see it, but the viewer, we see that there's like something in that car when she's about to go get in it. But then Ricky calls. And so she goes back inside of the crisis center. And when she does that, some fucking random car thief comes by and like gets in the car. And so the mafia dudes are like, oh, shit, what do we do? And they're like, I don't don't know. You know, just wait and see what happens. And when the car thief, when he gets ready to start the car, the fucking rapist from earlier is in the back seat. And he's, he sits up and he's like, Angela, I'm going to rob you. And then when he reaches forward to grab the car thief, the fucking car explodes. And so it's like, again, I wasn't expecting that random rop joke to come back. But it's like, oh, well, he's dead now at least. So I guess that's one good thing about the movie. But I was, I'm just like, I was just watching like, what is going the fuck on here? bro? Like, it's just the most random shit going on every time. But I forgot that line. But yeah, so skipping ahead a little bit. Back to that trainer scene I was talking about. Okay, yeah. I, okay, so yeah, this is right here. I'm going to just start it a little bit further back so you get to get how random it is. And I want to see if y'all understand what the fuck they're saying. Wait. Wait. I got to talk to you. About what? You're going to need a manager. Yeah, why you want a manager if I'm a loser? Okay, I called you a bum and a loser. You want to know why? Yeah, I want to know why. I'll tell you why. You got a lot of talent, but you got no hate. You got to have hate if you want to be a winner. That was my problem. We're a lot alike, you and me. We're both too good, too moral. I got wrinkles. What? I got wrinkles. Huh? I got wrinkles. Shut up. When are you going to visit us in the playground again? I don't go to playgrounds. Yes, you do. I'm Captain Rainbow, and I can say when you stop running, you can look the way. Come on, get out of here. Yep. Okay, so y'all heard how random that was, right? And y'all can't see it, though. So they're talking about the fight, and these little girls come up. I swear to God, I thought they said completely different, probably because there was multiple jokes about rape already. I thought they said, when are you going to rape us in the playground again? And I was like, What? I rewound the fuck. I was like, no. And I was like, they could. They didn't just say that. Because you heard it's all garbled and shit because it's all VHS rip. So I went back. And it made me more confused because when they do that little song that they do at the end, because they're calling him Captain Raincoat. And they have on raincoat looking like kid raincoats. And when after they done their little sing song at the end, they open up their jackets like they're about to flash. But of course, they have clothes on or anything got. And I was like, what the fuck did they just say? So I went back and I'm thinking... They said, when, are you going to come? I thought they said, are you going to come flash us again? So either way, it's fucked up and comes out of nowhere. And it's just like, what are y'all doing? Like, why are y'all talk, making jokes about flashing your dick at children in the playground? What are y'all doing, bro? And it comes back. They do. They, the kids come back later again. 
Just like, what are y'all doing? But yeah, you get the training montage after that. And there's a joke that I wrote down just because I was I was like, I'm not going to write down every joke. But I was like, whatever joke in that scene, you know, worked or not worked, but just was memorable. I wrote down. And this one I wrote down because it made me chuckle slightly. And he was like, he told me, he's like, all right, go hit that bag. And then they had like an old woman like in place of the body bag, or not body bag, fuck the heavy bag, and they just start punching her in the chest and shit. I laughed. I was that's what three now, and this movie's almost over. <laughs> and then again, it comes back again, and it's like, why is this such a big topic in this movie? But now at the fucking crisis center, Angela is doing a rape prevention class. I'm like, why is this so heavy on the writer's mind? Why do we keep bringing this up? And the joke here is that the guy is like. It's it's a woman in a bikini, but it's supposed to be a guy. And the guy is like, oh, I'm going to show you how to prevent rape. But it's, you know, it's a woman with a mustache on with a guy's voice. And um, the joke here is that as he's going on, he cut to a guy in the audience. He's like, he's looking the body up and down. He's like, damn, I think I'm for gay rights now. That's the joke. <laughs> All that for that fucking joke. Oh, my God. It's such a waste of time. But all right. So that happens. The hospital. Oh, okay. No, this was this is probably the best joke in the whole movie. I'm not even gonna front on that. This made me legit laugh out loud. I was like, because it's so fucked up and it's my type of humor. It's one the one they got for me. Attention. All right, right here, right here. Attention, all relatives whose mothers are alive in the hospital, please stand up. Not so fast, Mr. Jones. <laughs> Caging. <laughs> I did laugh at that. I, that shit is hilarious. That's so fucked up, but it's hilarious to me. Because <laughs> when they cut to the dude that stood up, he's like so happy and smiling. And then she said, Not so fast. <laughs> His whole face just turns and he sits down real slow. I legit did laugh at that. I'm not even going to, I will give it that one. Because that shit was legit funny. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> but the way he just slowly sat back down and looked sad, I was rolling. So you got one. I'll give you one. But Angela is there. She had the kid. And Rocky's or Ricky's talking to her. He's like, oh, we have a boy or a girl. She's like, I don't know. They won't tell us. He's like, why? She's like, oh, sorry. I skipped the first part of that joke. Sorry. She's crying. He's like, thinking it's because of the baby. She's like, no, I got the bill. And your boy looks at him. He's like, oh, shit. And he's like, well, do we have a boy or a girl? He's like, I don't know. They won't tell me until I pay the bill. Kind of funny. I didn't chuckle or nothing, but I just, I, I might have been a little schmirt. But you go back to training montage and Ricky's doing his thing on the speed bag. And the trainer is like, no, here, try this glove. And he takes it off and puts it on. It's like a glittery Michael Jackson glove. So he starts like hitting the bag. The trainer is feeding beans. Some of all these are good carbohydrates. You keep eating those beans. And I, you know where that's going. I, I ain't even got to explain that, Joe. You should know what's coming with that. And then the fight starts. You know, we're at the title fight with the champ. And one of the commentators is basically, you know, the thing people do, they make a fist and then they use their thumb. It's like a jaw and they make like a, um, they're like their hand is tall. They make a little face on their fucking hand and shit. Like that's one of the, one of the commentators is that, you know, the commentators are, oh, they're bobbing and weaving. They're bobbing and weaving. And it shows them. But then the third time he says they're bobbing and weaving, they show Ricky bobbing for apples and the champ is weaving in the fucking corner. So you get it. They're bobbing and weaving. And he's saying, every time they say, oh, he hit him with the hook and the cross. And the hook. And then when he says the cross, like it's an actual, like, you know, Christian cross or whatever that he's hitting upside the head with. There was a, a joke in the audience where there's like a, a husband and wife, but the husband has like a neck brace on and a bunch of band-aids. 
And the wife is like, why'd you bring me here? And he's like, oh, for inspiration, dear. He's she's like, inspiration for what? He's like, for this. And then he stole on her. I was like, oh, shit. I, again, I kind of chuckled at that. I can't lie. And I got a little chuckle again. Like I said, there's a, there, it, I can't lie. There are some chuckles here. I can't front. But because when the champ got back to the corner, he just was like, damn, that honk his head is like cement. And the way he said that way, he read that line. I was in tears at that point. Like, damn. And then, you know, it's more of the same thing. The more jokes. Every time the commentator call out something like at one point, he says, Ricky, he's all heart. And they just cut to a flash, a fast shot of Ricky. Like legit in a heart costume with his like a Valentine's Day heart costume or something like that. And then eventually the champ starts hitting him in the body. He's like, he's like his head is like cement, so he starts hitting him in the body. And of course, every time he hits him, he's farting. Because like I said, he ate the beans earlier. And there was a shot because there there's like every time the ring girl comes out, they'd be like round one, round two. Then at one point it was like round like 12.5 or something like that, or like round seven and three-fourths. And there's a time where she came out and it said round 38D. And then when she lifted the sign over her head, you know, they flashed some big ass titties in the camera. So it was like, oh, didn't I? I, I thought it was just going to be a joke on the card. I didn't think it was actually going to show titties when they so it actually caught me off guard. I was like, oh, shit. I don't know how I forget how the fuck. But Ricky actually does end up winning the fight. I don't even remember how the Vinny, the thug dude, the gangster or whatever. Every time Ricky looks like he's about to win, he starts reaching into his jacket like he's about to pull a gun out. And so when Ricky wins. He reaches to go pull that gun out, but then like the crowd is all hype and they bump into him and he accidentally makes him shoot himself in the chest, I guess. So Vinny just like slumps over and dies in the audience. And then Ricky and Angela, they end up hugging. And that's pretty much the end of Ricky one. And I did fast forward through the credits because why? Because the movie, it told me a lot that it was 90 minutes, but the movie ended. It was at like 125. So I'm like, huh, I wonder if there's something at the end. But then I scroll through the end. There is something at the end if you fast forward through it, though. It just says after the end of the credits, it just says, P.S., it's a boy. So I guess if you were really wondering if he, she had a boy or a girl, it's a boy. And that was Ricky one. And to take a note from my boy Nathan of the What Were They Thinking podcast, I got my little post-it note here. I'm just going to ball that shit up and throw it over here because this movie fucking sucked, bro. Like, honestly, like, it's a comedy movie. So I shouldn't give it too many props for making me chuckle. Like you're not, it's your, you're a fucking comedy movie. You shouldn't be making me chuckle. I should be laughing. You made me legitimately laugh one time in the whole fucking movie. And it has this, like I said, this weird, like preoccupation with rape and dissing Asian homies and shit. I just didn't understand. You know, the joke wore thin really quick. Like this. Should not have been a full length movie. This is like a Saturday Night Live joke at best. Like, give it like eight to ten minutes of like making fun of Rocky, and be done with it, man. It just it's a it was a way like I hate to say it because you know there's always I like to try and find something that I like in these movies that I watch since I have to like spend hours of my life that I'll never get back watching this shit. I would like to try and give it some props, and I guess the only prop that I can give it is that it made me laugh once. Other than that, it's a waste of fucking time. <laughs> I can check it off the box and say, hey, I watched this and hopefully I talked through it well enough for you to be like, hey, you know what? I thought about watching this, but I heard Brent talk about it and I don't think I need to watch this now. I saved you the time, you know, to go back and steal a reference again because I mentioned him earlier, you know, the nostalgia critic. He always says, I watch it so you don't have to. I watched this so now you don't have to. Don't waste your time with it, man. Ricky one is not great. and That's why there's no Ricky two. And that's probably why I got shelled for like five fucking years. So they finally was like, hey, we got this movie on the shelf. Just put the shit out there and maybe we'll catch somebody goofy enough to buy it just by the cover and the name or something. And I'm sure they did. It is on YouTube. So somebody owned it to put it on YouTube. 
video game nerd did have a VHS copy of it that looked like it was used. I don't know if he bought it before, when it was new or not, but he had to have bought it from somebody. Like this movie was out there at some point, and it might have tricked a lot of people. I'm sure there might. I'm sure there might be people that like this movie out there. There's always somebody that likes everything. What they like about it, I don't know. But I just was. This was a, this was hard to get through, man. Like I was watching this and I checked that timer. I'm like, how much longer is this? Like it was a struggle. And it's only like an hour and twenty six minutes. And it was a struggle to get through that shit. Like it was rough, man. Like <laughs> that's all I can really say about it. It was rough. Like it was just sometimes trying too hard and then sometimes just pulling random jokes out. I'm just like, what, what? I, I, so many times I asked myself, like, what are we doing? Like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? I don't get what you're trying to do here. And that's usually not something you should be asking with a comedy movie. So, yeah, Ricky won, man. I, You made me laugh once. I'll give you a one. You got a one out of ten, man, because this I would never watch this again. Like, there's record out there on the Internet now that I watch this. And that's all I need. I don't need to watch this again. I did kind of. I was between two numbers, admittedly. I thought about giving it a two because it made me laugh once for sure. And it had a few sensible chuckles. I was like, maybe that equals a two. But I just like like always, if I'm between two numbers and I can't decide on that upper number, I got to go with the lower one. So it's got to be a one, man. I couldn't decide on that, too. Like on my notepad or sticky notepad. I mean, I did watch it. I put a one on there. So that's what we're going to go with it. Ricky one is a one out of ten. And on that note, we're officially done with Rocky now. I've done Rocky 1 through 6, and I even threw in Ricky 1 in there as a fucking bonus. The Creed movies, I'm not going to be able to go see Creed. Of course, as you listen to this, it's probably already out, and I ain't seen it yet, as you can tell. But I'm not going to be able to see Rick. Uh, fuck, I'm going to say Ricky 3. I'm not going to be able to see Creed 3 opening weekend. I don't even know if I'll be able to see it the second weekend. But I am going to go see it. But somebody wants to watch those movies with me, so I got to wait. So once I finally get those movies in and record those episodes, then I was going to go see Creed 3. But I'm going to go see it while it's in theaters. I'm not going to wait until his video this time. I'm, I did all this to go see that goddamn movie, and I'm going to go see that damn movie. So I appreciate you going on this rocky journey with me, man. It's been fun. I'm thinking about doing this with other series that I've missed out on. I'm sure there's a lot. Or even just one-offs, like just big movies I haven't seen. I'm, this might just be a thing because I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. When I make this move out of Ohio... I'm going to have to figure out some type of format for the show. So it might be a lot of solos for a while until we get everything set up. So I'm just trying to get used to this format a little bit at the same time and get you guys used to it. So you're like, hey, look, if you like this, I'll be able to do this whenever. I can, like, like, if it's just me, I can do this shit whenever. I can do it as many times as I want, as you guys can tell. So that may be a little bit of the format going on. But I will say, too, since you guys are here, I did speak to PJ. I saw him over the weekend. I took him to uh, Sade shirt that I got him. Over the um, break when I was in uh, Los Angeles, and he's doing good. He got a brand. He got a new car, nice little whip too. You know, the kids is doing good. His girl doing good. They're actually shit. As I'm recording this, it's uh, Tuesday the what twenty eighth. Yes, Tuesday the twenty eighth as I record this, and he was telling me that they might actually be moving into their apartment on Friday. So he might. I don't know when this is going to come out, but he might, by the time you hear this, might be actually out my way because he's getting an apartment closer to where I am now. It's like, I'm on the south side. He's going to be like on the, the like southeast side. And I talked to him and I was like, you know, before I make this move, man, I got to get you back at least once. And he was like, well, 
you know, what, what we do? And like, we done did almost all the big ones, right? I'm like, nigga, we ain't did Grindhouse. We ain't did Hardcore Henry. We ain't did Scarface. We ain't did this. We ain't. He's like, we ain't do none of those. He's like, man, we might have to just do a whole month. So before I leave out at some point, I'm hoping that we can actually do that. And I'll have one month, the last hurrah of Britain PJ in person before I head out to California. That's how we, I'm looking at ending my whole time, I hope, is that we can just get a whole month of just me and PJ like the good old days. And then whenever I come back home to visit, I'll try and catch him and do one. Whenever he come out there, I'll try and get him to do one. We know we'll still, you know, t- throughout the year, hopefully be able to get at least like one or two maybe throughout the year if I can catch him. Or I can come out here and do all that shit. But for the last hurrah, that's what me and him were calling in the car. But I'm hoping that, that we can do that because that would be cool to be able to finally get him back one last time for you guys before I go in person. So stay tuned on that. Now, you know, I'll let you know everything, of course. So I'm going to just let you know one more thing. And is that I'm Brent. Have a good rest of whatever day you listen to this on. Ricky One is on YouTube if you want to take that hit, man. I took it for you, but if you want to go in and take it too, go do your thing, man. I can't stop you. I'm just saying, it's, it's not great, man. I wouldn't waste your time with it. Just me personally, but if you want to find out, you can fuck around, I guess. But. It's, <laughs> I'll just say, I, I can't, man. Like, I played the best joke for you on here, so you even heard the best joke already. So you really don't need to, but if you do watch this shit, let me know, please, because, man, I want to know about that experience, because you heard about mine. So until next time, peace. Peace.